0: Hi guys, do you always let your trades run longer than you should? If you do, then this video is going to be perfect for you. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Ryan Rovers from the Community.com, where we aim to take the 95% of losing traders and turn them into winning traders. Hit subscribe if you are new. If you aren't and you haven't subscribed, please give it a hit. Or give this video a share. This is a series of videos which I've been talking about mentality and I've been breaking down these into intersections that that you guys have told me about. I've been talking to the members in, in Community.com and we've put together this series. We've tried to highlight the stages and different stages of trading and this one is about letting your trades run for longer than you should. This is going to be a good one because we've all been there, haven't we? You know, you've got into a situation When you're trading, whether that's a red or a green, so you're in a losing position or a winning position and we start to hope, you know, we're hoping now, we're praying to the trading gods that we're going to turn this situation around and it's going to to turn into a break even. If we're in a red, for example, because we're going to get out at break even, aren't we? We're telling ourselves if it turns around and we get to break even, we're going to get out, aren't we? How many times have you told yourself that? I'm just going to leave that there. How many times have you told yourself that? Just answer. You don't need to pop it in the comments below. If you want to, you can. Because we're going to get out at break even because we can't lose money. We just cannot lose money, can we? Why can we not lose money? You know, we're going to have to let this trade run longer than we should. And we get the slightest glimpse that it's moving in the right direction. And then, bang, guess what? It's gone. And we're in an even worse position. We trade out. We have battered the bank. And we're feeling horrendous. And we're going back to that, you know, that low pain in the belly. You know, why has this happened again? And you know what? It's a result of a couple of things. I'm going to go into them. So it's a fear of taking a loss or just greed. You know, if you didn't get out when you had the profit that you would have been happy to take, that's greed. You know, we've all had this experience that we're scared of taking a loss or we've been greedy in situations. And it's really dangerous as a trader. It is really dangerous It's something that we've all experienced, and it's brutal, and you've got to get out of this hole, and I know it's really, really tough. I know the thought process is to let the trades in the green run, and then the ones where you can, you should cut your losses, and you should exit, you know, to protect the bank when a trade is going against you. But to do this, you've got to understand when a trade has got room left to run, without greed getting in the way and sabotaging it. Because if that happens, you become your own worst enemy. Now, in theory, guys, this sounds really easy, doesn't it? But we all know that in reality, it's a whole different different story, isn't it? Just comment below if you've been in this situation. The losing feeling is the worst. It really is. You know, people will say that they can manage their emotions when they lose. But guess what? You're not a robot. People are not robots. And I'm gonna tell you a real, something now that has never changed the whole time that Betfair has been about. You're not gonna know which way the market is gonna go 100% of the time. Nobody can. Can they? It's not just Betfair. It's, it's stock market trading, it's forex it's any kind of trading. Is there ever a trader who has been right 100% of the time? Warren Buffett, for example, the best trader ever, isn't right 100% of the time. As human beings, we are pre-wired for loss aversion. And, you know, we want to ignore, sometimes even totally forget or avoid the losses so this is one of the reasons why we let losses run. We are afraid of taking the loss. We're stubborn in our thinking. And when you hit that trade out on a loss, that is the point when it becomes real. You know, you have lost. Your thoughts were not correct. The way you priced that match up, the way you did your research, the way you thought about that trade, you're, you were wrong. And, and you've got to accept that. And you've got to keep a clear head because if you can keep a clear head you can identify the problem early and that's the difference between a stubborn trade and a profitable one so research suggests that despite knowing the obvious and most logical course of action to take people will deviate from this path and experiment they will look at other markets to put money into to chase the losses This is a one-way ticket to blowing your bank and something that I really, really strive for you not to do. I always harp on about the trading plan and having rules to follow, but having these and sticking to them will limit your exposure and protect the downside. I always harp on about when I speak to Steve Howe, guy I know well, that he says, what's the speed limit on that road? 30 mile an hour, but you don't drive down at 90, do you? Why? Because of the dangerous, the dangerous consequences that would happen if you did. So why why do you not do it when you when you trade it? If we think about that, if we think about successful traders, they have a personality and a mental toughness that allows them to quickly look at the information and react to it logically their instincts kick in and they follow the plan and they create value from their trading plan and their trading rules, which separates them from the non-profitable traders. So just think about what you're doing now and think about if you had a trading plan or even if you have a trade where you've, you've created a plan before and you haven't followed it. What happens and I know you're not going to create this trading plan, you're not going to go off and do it. But if you do, it will help your trading. And what I would like you to do is just a little comparative exercise. Look at a trade you're going to do, write out a plan for it, store it away. Then trade it how you normally do. And then look back over that trading plan and see how it would have differed. Okay. Because following your trading plan and your trading rules is what separates the profitable and the non-profitable traders. You know, there's 5% of people are profitable on Betfair. I'm trying to help you guys now. Confirmation bias doesn't affect them. Confirmation bias is a huge problem for human beings. Because it's where we attempt to be right as opposed to to remaining more objective around the outcome and following the rules. This is often overlooked with traders because they have that need to be right. The more you feel you need to be right, guess what? The less right you're actually going to be. Follow the rules, let logic take hold and constantly ask yourself this question. Is this trade going the way I planned it? If not, could it short? What I mean by that, I'll give you a real, real example right now is we're going to do a lay the draw. Okay, so for a lay the draw to become profitable, one team has to score. Okay, so I did another video on this where I write the question, what has to happen for my trade to be profitable? That is what I am thinking. That's the video that you should all watch for them this example because what has to happen for this for this to for this trade to be profitable? Well we've just said somebody has to score. So for somebody to have to score, what has to happen? Well an assist maker has to get the ball to the player who scores. So who scores for those teams? Are they getting on the ball? Is the assist maker giving them the ball? Are they getting through midfield enough? Are they having shots on target? Are they having corners? Are they having free kicks? How is the team playing? Are they stringing their passes together? Are they carving a team open? How is the other team defending? What are the stats to say who's going to score first and who's going to concede first? How high are they? So if you've got the home team, for example, scores first 80% of the time and the away team concedes first 80% of the time, looks like a pretty good stat. But we've got to pair that up with what we're seeing. So is the home team attacking? Are their assist makers getting the ball? Are they carving up the opponent? Are they getting through defence? Are they getting the ball to the people who score the goals? Now, if it's not, you can trade out. Don't panic. Because you're constantly asking yourself, is this trade going the way I planned? If not, like we said, you cut it short. Be logical. Connect the dots. So before the trade even happens, I want you to think about everything that has to happen for that trade to work out and then combine that with the in-play data. So you've got that plan, that idea of what has to happen. Because then what you are you are actually doing is taking away your emotions, which can be toxic when you're trading. And, they're not, and you can allow them to not get in the way because it becomes more logical. You're now actually looking at what you're seeing in a logical way and, and comparing that to what has to happen. So it has checkboxes, has check checklists. These things have to happen to lead to goals or these goals, sorry. These things have to happen. If they're happening, then you're moving towards the right way. It, it will help you read the game or read the trade. So I just touched a little bit there, emotions when trading will happen and they can be very toxic. We cannot get away from this. But what can be done? The first thing I want you to remember is that you are a trader. You are there to trade in and out of things over the shorter term. Proper good traders research their trades and they not only follow their trading plan, but they have set rules. So if this happens, I will do this, etc, etc, etc. So some of the best traders in BTC, they really embrace this and they have taken this on board and they've become very profitable from it. And you can see that in the way they talk, in the way that they engage with the community, in the ways that they put their trades up and explain this. I also, I don't want you to focus on the win rate. Oh, controversial, but most beginners are always looking for a high win rate in terms of wins to losses. And this stems, I think, from childhood where we are rewarded for being right. Now we associate this with needing a high win rate and this can ruin your trading and actually force you to take a quick smaller profit and cut a good trade short. What we are aiming for, like I've said, is to build you up to logically assess your trades. So you'll be able to cut the losses short and you'll be able, because they're not following that plan, are they? And they have no chance of doing. I remember, I saw a blog post once, and it really, really resonated with me. And it said, remember, the captain of the Titanic was only wrong once. It is the size of the mistake that matters, not the number. Just think about that, guys. So the size of your mistake, not the number. So my final takeaway is that I want you to constantly assess the trades and think about are your original thoughts coming correct? This is the same no matter what sport, what has to happen for your trade to come good? Break it down and build upon it. So that's another one of these videos in the series, guys. Please do let me know what you've taken away from these videos and what other content you would like to see around this topic. I do have a couple more planned. And as I say, these have stemmed from members, people on Twitter and people like you guys watching this and commenting. We read every single comment. We reply to every single email and tweet. If you want more information, visit www.betfairtrainingcommunity.com and like I say, hit subscribe.